Hey, mom and dad. I'm sorry. Hey, friends. Welcome back to Dear Mom and Dad. I'm sorry. Uh, we saw a few of you guys uh, ask us to talk about budgeting. Shout out to Brianna and uh, Ferociously. Um, so we're going to be getting into that today. But for right now, we're going to jump into our rose and thorns. Uh, Maya, go first. Why do I have to go first? You always go first. It's kind of like a thing now. Ew, are we making this a thing? No, but it's hey. like an unspoken tradition now. Um, I guess my rose of the week is going out, out to Drake. You're so rude, bruh. I guess my rose of the week is going out to drink with Anijah. Uh, we're now on round six of us. Since I've been back with Anijah, I've we've been out six times. And then now I'm going to go to the winery with my mom this next weekend. But uh, that's I think that's my rose. Uh, that was fun. That was great. That was dandy. Oh, also Vlogmas started. So love that for me. That's been really fun. And Miles' birthday party. That was also a rose of the week. Um, Teddy, he's still around. So I guess there's that. Um, Thorn. Oh, I also got my Mac but my uh, Mac desktop fixed. So that was Rose of the Week. And I guess my thorn. I like how a rose, it's like a rose. and then you get No, but I have so many. I have so many. Sorry. I don't let know her to... speak on her blessings. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many things to be happy about. So I don't want to just say one we thing. We practice gratefulness over here. <laughs> But um, a thorn was was my thorn. Oh, I guess you could. Mm, I don't know if I want to put that out here on the podcast. Let's. Oh, I'm just gonna say this. Lost my mom. Almost had a panic attack, but we found her walking down the street. So that was my thorn of the week. Next caller. Um. Okay. So I'll go. <laughs> Why did um, you point like that? <laughs> she pointed at me to make sure I knew I was good. Um, so my rose of the week was that my camera came in. So I was able to start recording YouTube videos for my channel. I'm basically making um, communications backed research videos that break down popular culture. So basically telling you the science behind why you got ghosted or... Um, how to view love as a story and fix your broken ghetto ratchet relationship life, <laughs> relationship and love life. Um, so stuff like that. Um, I'm excited to film that. Uh, I'm doing like an independent study in the spring, but it's like my final project for the fall. <laughs> my thorn of the week was that um, my roommate was going through like a hard time um, with family stuff. So um, my heart goes out to her. Love you, Gabriella. And yeah, um, now it's Anijah's turn for Rose and Thorn. I can't think of anything. I can't think of a thorn. I don't, um, I guess a rose would just be uh, Somebody uh, drunk a bottle of your Bel Air. Yeah, but that's, the circumstances is different. There's no point in bringing that up. I'm over it. It's um, not a bottle. I'm just saying the bottle is gone. Not, the, it just, it's gone. Yeah, but it's going to be replaced. I'm going to make sure of that. I'm going uh, Um... A rose would be, oh, I got to see um, Kai yesterday. I forgot I went up there. Yeah, I got to see Kai yesterday, and he, uh, yeah, I love seeing him, spending time with him, even though he be acting funny. It's fine. But yeah, that's it. Okay, so thanks for sharing y'all rose and thorns. We're going to get into budgeting. So it was actually funny when we first got comments and requests for us to do budgeting because we were like, or at least I was like, uh, we don't, don't do that. Budget. 
Right. None of us were like, uh, we don't really budget, but we do have um, tips about how to save money and just ways to spend your money smartly. Um, so we're going to get into that and as well talk about um, some budgeting systems that you can use to improve your financial life. So first, you can't budget if you don't have any money. So we got to talk about income. Exactly. <laughs> so you got to have a job, you got to have a side hustle, you got to do something. So we can um, all talk about the jobs that we have and then give you guys some ideas on jobs you can apply for or side hustles you can, you know, dip into if you're looking to increase the amount of money that you're bringing in. So then you can increase the amount of money that you're saving. So my job, I work as a writing liaison and an academic consultant at my school. So essentially I'm a writing tutor and I help students with time management, procrastination and study and test taking strategies. Um, so I get paid by my university and on the side, I don't have any like side jobs um, or side hustles, but I have had like two jobs at one time. So I've done like double duty. They're both like part-time jobs, but yeah, that's kind of my job situation. Anija? I'm a, what is that called? Retail associate, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a retail associate. Um, I mix paint. And um, that's pretty much it. And you help out the customers. Your customer service expert. Do I? <laughs> when you want to, when you feel like it. And Miss Maya, what do you do? Nothing. That's a goddamn lie. <laughs> no, that's the truth. <laughs> um, I used to be a lifeguard, but season's over. So, um, yeah. Now she's in between jobs. <laughs> I mean, technically I can apply for unemployment but when I, uh, I also had the option to go into a different, like into something else within the company that I'm with, but I just figured I knew that I wanted to come home for Christmas. So what was the point? Cause it's the place that I work at, it's not a place to where I'm going to get Christmas off. Like oh, it's a 24 yeah. seven business. So I was just like, I'm just going to take it off and go home. And then while I'm home, I just door dash because it makes, I can make 50 bucks in two hours. So, you know, why not Man, just do that? I could door dash, bro. I would be on that thing. <laughs> I'm telling like, you. I was doing it. I was doing it when COVID like first hit and I came back home because I didn't want to go back to Starbucks. And I, like Anijah was out there with me. Like we would do it until like 2 a.m. Like you just get like this money hungry rush. I was getting like $125 a day. Like it was it was crazy. Okay, so now that you know our current jobs, we're going to talk about some of our past jobs. So my first job was actually when I was 13. I was... Um, wait, isn't that child labor? <laughs> <laughs> it was like an under the table job. Yeah, that's definitely so, child labor. <laughs> it was definitely uh, low-key abusing the child labor laws. But no, it was when I was 13. I was like helping at a children's clothing store. Um, so I would basically like help the customers restock the the uniforms and stuff like that. And I got paid under the table. So if y'all know somebody, if you're like young, it, you know, and you don't, if you're not able to like find a job, like stuff is out there if you know people, just connections. That's going to be key to getting any job, truly. Um, and But I would say like my first like real, real job <laughs> that was legal. Um, I worked at an ice cream shop in San Francisco. So I worked at an artisanal ice cream shop and we made our own ice cream using liquid nitrogen. 
And that was super fun, um, honestly, to be my first job. And I actually was like, I was looking, no, I wasn't looking for a job. I wanted money and I was asking about jobs. So literally two of my friends and I, we had like gotten dinner and they wanted ice cream for dessert. We walk into the to this ice cream shop. I see that they're hiring. And I asked the woman who's at the front desk, I say, hey, I see that you're hiring. And I was wondering if you could tell me more about the position. I didn't know that I was actually speaking to the manager. So she's like, yes, here's my card. Like, I'm actually the manager. Like, send me your resume and I'll get back to you. So I send her my resume. She tells me to come in for an interview. Literally, the interview was five minutes, bro. Like it could not be more than 10 minutes. She was just like, when can you start? <laughs> All she asked me is if I had customer experience, customer service experience, and then was like, when can you start? Um, and so if you're looking for a job, literally apply to any place that says that they're hiring because they're more so looking for urgent needs than they are like the perfect person. Like literally they just need bodies to fill a space. Um, and I actually love that job. I became really close with my coworkers. Um, and I made a lot of money, like where, like working in San Francisco, we have higher minimum wage because our costs of living is higher. So that was insane. Um, and other jobs I've had, I worked as a, as a research analyst at a management consulting firm. So that essentially means like I was doing like marketing and data research for um, a company that essentially gives advice to other companies about how they can run their business and be more efficient um, and essentially make more money. I've also worked as a public relations intern at a PR agency. So I you wrote a lot of copy. What? Huh? You didn't did everything. <laughs> um, in experience, internship experience is huge. So yes, I've tried to do a lot of things, diversify my palette. Um, I essentially like wrote copy for the travel and retail team at this PR agency. So I basically wrote for like magazines and newspapers on behalf of our clients. So I've worked for, um, or I've written for like luxury, like resorts to like luxury interior designers. Um, I've also helped out with one of UGG's like influencer launches. So that stuff is really cool. And hopefully post-grad I get a job in consulting so I can make good money and do fun stuff like planning campaigns and giving advice. Who would like to go next? I do. Okay, go on, Aisha. Okay, so um, what have I done? Oh, my first job was at an amusement park. I worked there for almost a year. Um, I guess that would be customer service. I guess that's what I did there. Uh, that was a group interview. That was the only group interview I've ever done. That's the only interview I've ever done technically um in my i worked at toys r us also um i didn't have to interview for there it's all about connections in my opinion because that's how i got into toys r us and um my current job yeah i didn't have to interview well for my current job i had to interview but because the person who interviewed me was friends with the person who got me the job they were kind of like help me what what to say and then yeah so after that it's all about like orientation and if you can keep the job really like by doing what you're supposed to do but that ain't what this episode about but yeah those are the jobs that I have had um my first job I was making like ten dollars an hour um and I got paid weekly so that didn't help me save money at all because I was spending it just as much as it was coming you was blowing that money as soon yeah. as you got it <laughs> I really was and because it was weekly and I only worked on weekends it wasn't that much to begin with but yeah that's all I've done no internships uh 
I'd be babysitting on the side for free, unfortunately, but I'm good at that, I guess. Um, Maya, you want to go? What'd you say to me, I was going to say, you could definitely put in applications on like Sitter City. Oh, and I definitely like do. That. My aunt owns in daycare. That's on my resume. Period. As it should be. Right. Are you CPI certified? Um, I don't have my certification right now, but I have trained in CPR. As soon as you get certified, bro, people are going to hire you. If you, Like, if you did Sitter City, they're always like, you need to be CPR certified. That was the only reason why I, I never do. did babysitting. But I'm not going to CPR certified when the only people that will reach out to me is family. Y'all kids <laughs> better not valid. choke because... <laughs> That's valid. That's right. <laughs> hire, hire you at your own risk. Right. Go ahead. Ms. Maya. I was a late bloomer when it came to working because let's be honest, my parents took care of me for a very, very long long time. I got my first job. I'm pretty sure it was senior year of high school is when I got like my first actual like job. And um, what else? I worked at a smoothie place and that was my first job. I was super excited about it. I called my dad. I was like, oh, I got the job. I don't even know how long I worked there. Probably just like a few months. You worked there for like three months, if that. Yeah, I don't think I went back after the cruise. Yeah, but after that, after I worked there, then I worked at a sunglass place. The reason why I didn't work out, but the reason I kept leaving these jobs because they weren't giving me enough hours because I've come to realize that I'm a very high maintenance girl and I like to spend a lot of money and they wasn't giving me enough hours for the money that I wanted to spend. So then I went to a sunglass place and I went the next city over and they were racist is I don't know what. So while I was working there, I ended up applying to the Target Starbucks and, you know, I got the job and then I dipped and I came in and I gave the racist lady my two weeks and said, I don't even think I gave her two weeks. I just said I'm done. And then I started working at Target Starbucks. I met one of my really good friends there. And we were working there together and then she left to go to a corporate Starbucks and then she told me that her that Starbucks was hiring and to go there because it was better than working at a Target Starbucks. So I did that and I was with Starbucks for like three or four years, something like that. It was with Starbucks for a dumb long, yo. Yeah, I was I was a barista. I that was my pride and joy. Like I loved working at Starbucks. Like sometimes I didn't, but it's just like that was my favorite job. When I thought of Starbucks, yeah. I thought of Maya. Like that ass. She was <laughs> the brand for me. Uh it was I had a lot of fun working at Starbucks and then I ended up leaving Starbucks because I wanted to go more into the field of my career. Cause I'm like, okay, you know, you're getting ready to like somewhat be done with school so you need to like not work at Starbucks anymore and I was at school because my school does a lot of um for my major they have a lot of the hotels come to our school and they'll do like on-spot interviews and so um it was said that if you start somewhere in the company it's really easy to uh promote within the company so to start off small somewhere so i've been swimming basically my whole life and my dad was like i'll just be a lifeguard my dad's been wanting me to be a lifeguard for so long i've been a junior lifeguard before so i bit the bullet took the lifeguard training test got my cpr certification all that jazz and I became a lifeguard and I applied to almost every single hotel on the strip. I got almost every single like hotel that I wanted to. And then it was just about figuring out which company I wanted to be at. And now I'm at that 
company, but my position is seasonal right now. So I could be on unemployment if I wanted to, but I would just rather DoorDash because it also gives me something to do. Nice. Well, thank you ladies for sharing that. Now you talked about our jobs. Do we have any like tips about side hustles that people can do? There's obviously DoorDash. There's driving Uber or doing Uber Eats as well. I could listen a lot of um riding share apps and food delivery services if you want me to get into those yeah i'm not about to list those but you can give a few <laughs> and then if you we guys just are did uber oh. doordash uber eat um oh you guys could also write for Grubhub. odyssey um you could write for odyssey that's a like online article it's like it's like a website we can share like articles um and stuff like that so if the article that you write gets a lot of traction then you can get paid from that as well i don't really know any side hustles um Um, you can check with your school because i know i've been asked to do it before but if you um take good notes or you have good penmanship you can get mm -hmm. paid for the notes that you're already taking in the class they just pay you at the end of the semester and I know, like, I think my school does it, it's either like 150 or like $200. And then you get that at the end of the semester for just taking notes on the class that you're already taking that you should be already taking notes in. That's crazy. That's a good Yeah, one. we have that at my school as well. I don't know if students get paid from it, though. I would yeah, know. mine, you get I mean, paid. Because like, what's the incentive otherwise? But I guess right. helping people. <laughs> babysitting is always a good aside for sure um and if you know anybody who like has a business maybe you can help them out um just be like help uh maybe delivering stuff or putting stuff together packaging all that stuff one person can obviously do but it goes by faster they also now have like this app where like if you need help in your home you can um hire people to do that like say if you bought like an ikea shelf and you oh yeah they have like an app where you can hire totally forgot to do that. I can't the the site that you're talking about it's fiverr um fiverr and upwork are both like freelancer sites so on fiverr you could like oh no the one you're talking about is TaskRabbit. TaskRabbit yeah, is the one you're is. talking about um, but there's also Fiverr and Upwork, where if you're like a freelancer, you have some skill that you can offer somebody. Maybe you can write business contracts. Maybe you can do research. Um, literally anything. So go on those sites as well. So um, you can check those out. And um, OnlyFans is booming right now. <laughs> OnlyFans is booming. <laughs> no, <laughs> Listen, I've been talking about how my feet can make money on OnlyFans, but it's just not in the cards for me. But I would love to see somebody blossom i'm just gonna tell y'all take good care of your feet because you can make only fans money what if you're just born with ugly feet um then you probably have a different asset that you can show off on only fans it's probably not your feet but i would say that there's a niche for everybody so just because you might think your feet is ugly somebody else might be into that anyways <laughs> anyways moving on um so now that you have money the next part of it is saving money. That's the whole point of budgeting. So how do you save money? You save money by putting more money back into your bank account, into your wallet, et cetera, than you actually spend. Um, a few saving hacks that I am familiar with um, is like the 80-20 rule. You save 80% of your paycheck, you spend 20. Um, you could also save all the hundreds and then spend the loose. So like, let's say you get paid you know, $500 in, or $582 in your paycheck, you would put away $500 and you would live off that 82 until your next paycheck, which you is just really- You yourself, live off of $82 for two okay, weeks. Okay, I'm saying, I'm saying it's really extreme, 
but some people, you know, can do that. And I'm also not speaking to people who have like families, you know, to take care of. Well, this is for college students. Exactly. So I'm like college students, let's, okay, let's say you get paid every two weeks. If you can, like, if you have a meal plan, you don't need to pay for food out of your pocket. Your room and board, if you live on campus, is already taken care of. What are you going to be blowing $82 on between now and two weeks? You can definitely pocket that $500 and then spend $82. So um, it's definitely extreme, but it definitely works as well. Or you can just just have to have a plan. You can plan it out also. Like, um, like, you know, like some people know how much they're going to like how much food they need. So when they go shopping, like start average, like start paying attention to what you buy and how much that usually comes out to. So you know have to put that to the side, you know, like based off like what you do in the week, put all that to the side. Definitely. I think you should always start off with calculating how much your living expenses are how much your bills are so if you actually do have to pay for rent how much is that if you have to pay for you know utilities how much is that and like Anisha said when you're at the grocery store how much does it cost for you to eat every two weeks or every month depending on how much you know you're going to the grocery store paying for food how much do you actually want to eat out versus how much do you actually have to eat out um do you need to pay for coffee every time you go out you do or can you (laughs) can you make coffee at home it's stuff like that I think the when you want to maximize your savings, it's all about cutting back on the small things that end up adding up at the very end. Um, for me, I was able to save a lot of money really fast by obviously like almost always having a job, but then two, always putting away way more of my paycheck than I actually spent. Um, and I think I was able to do that by always having a goal. So, you know, when I started saving money, I was like, I want to save, you know, a thousand dollars. And then once I hit my goal, I was like, okay, I want to save $3,000. I want to save $5,000. I want to save $10,000. So I think having a goal, you kind of get obsessive with it. Like Maya was saying, she does DoorDash and you kind of get like, oh my God, I want to, you know, make this money. I want to make this money. That's how I kind of got with savings. I was like, I want to hit my goal so bad that I don't actually want to go shopping or I actually don't want to pay for, you know, this meal on Uber Eats when I can just make something myself. Also, I think that if you're a Pinterest girl or whatever, whatever you are, if you use Pinterest, um, they have a lot of templates you can do on there that'll help you like break everything down. Um, just because that's like easier to follow than thinking about, oh, you know, like what's in your head and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I know templates work a lot for some people. I know Maya used to um, bullet journal hers a lot. If I don't know if she wants to get into that, but I feel like when I used to be really money hungry with DoorDash, I had my bullet journal and I was very like particular about how much that I was making each day. Like I had a set goal. I was like, okay, I'm not coming back home until I make $125. That's it. That's all. And it was because I was pushing goals for myself because at the time. I was getting ready to move into this new apartment and there was new things that I needed to buy that I didn't have from my last apartment. So it was like, okay, I need, I I know I need to have this. I need to have that. And then I wanted to have a certain amount of rent and I wanted to make sure because I knew that going back, my job wasn't starting it. So I wanted to have a certain amount of rent already like stocked up so that I didn't have to worry about it and that it was okay that I didn't have a job so I think by having like a set goal for yourself and I definitely feel like college students like DoorDash like if you have a car and you don't want to go work someone somewhere else like you 
have all that time to yourself. All I, all I say is make sure that you're tracking your miles. You're tracking every single time that you do something to your car. If you get an oil change, if you get new tires, like the gas that you use, because all of that can be used as a tax deductible when it's time for taxes to come back around. And then you're basically paying nothing back. You might even get money back because if you make, I'm pretty sure it's if you make more than $500 with DoorDash, after that's when they start doing taxes and all that type of stuff. So like literally every gas receipt I have, I save so that I can use it as a tax deductible. Also, if you're like a sex worker, um, when you get your nails done, you get like waxed and like all that type of stuff. That's all a tax deductible. I did not know that. Yeah. If you are self-employed in any way, shape or form, anything that you can use to help or benefit your business, you can write off. So remember that. Um, I also think that there's a few other like budgeting tips or systems um, that you can use. There's a site called Mint um, or like Intuit, which is like an online sort of budgeting system. You can set um, you can set spending limits for yourself. So how much you want to spend on groceries, how much you want to spend on entertainment, um, clothing, transportation, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it tells you when you're about to go over your budget, it tells you if you go over your budget, um, and then you can actually track to see how much money you want to be spending versus how much money you um, do in reality. Um, I know when I was using that, I would always go over my budget. <laughs> And I had to get myself in order, get myself in check. Um, and that was like a really clear visual way to see that. There's also something called the envelope method. So every month, if you like, if you're not somebody who likes to use like direct deposit or I don't know, like just paying your bills online, you can get all your money in cash and then put money, put the money literally in an envelope and be like, that's all I have for this specific expense. And if I use it up, you use it up because like it's literally cash. Um, and I know that helps some people. Um, and I've seen a lot of like, uh, what are they called? Like the, I don't know, like the planning stationary girls on Instagram, they use that method and they actually have that implemented into the, the journals that they sell, which is really cool. Um, as well, you could use the envelope method to like long-term plan. So let's say you want to save up for Christmas gifts starting in January. So every month out of your paycheck, you're putting money into that envelope for Christmas gifts or for birthdays, for holidays, vacations and stuff like that. So that's a really good way to long-term plan. Would you use the envelope method, Anaja? No, because budget. <laughs> I mean, okay, I don't budget as of now just because I don't, like, necessarily, like, I, I don't pay bills. I don't have right. any responsibilities right now. So, like, of course, like, I should be saving, but I don't. Yeah. And saving and budgeting is two different things also. That is very true. So, yeah, I don't have anything to really budget for. Yeah. But, yeah, so I don't do that. As, as, I know I should, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't think the, the envelope method would help for me, though. <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of the same way. I currently don't budget, but I save. Um, again, like, I don't have to pay any bills, so I use my money however I want to use my money, but I try and right. be smart about it. Um, I definitely don't shop. <laughs> I definitely don't shop as much as I used to. I feel like one, because I realized how much clothes I have already and I feel overwhelmed by that. And I'm trying to get rid of all those clothes because they're like from high school and I don't wear the, that stuff anymore and I don't want to just accumulate. Um, I want to have like smart pieces that work with a variety of different outfits. So it's like minimalist, but not so strict. 
I don't mm. exactly know how you would categorize Loosely. that. Yeah, just yeah, like I'm a loose minimalist. I'd like to be able to pack all my great items into two suitcases just in case I want to pick up and go out of the country for a bit and know that I'm going to have fits to wear. I feel like, and then I think money, I mean, I think food is the other thing that I spend the most money on. Um, I think almost every time I would like hang out with friends, we'd always get food. And like in San Francisco, at least like you're spending $20 a meal. <laughs> that no, even out in the Bay so Area quick. as a whole. In the Bay yeah. period. Yeah, that, that adds up so quick. I'm like, it really wow. Does. And now that we can drink, oh my God, don't cool. even get me started. Drinking is so expensive. Yes. It's not a, I don't understand how some of y'all really do this as a hobby. Like some of y'all yes. really be drinking every weekend. Yeah. Alcoholics, what? Bottles on bottles on bottles. And it's like, that's your money. Do with it as you please. But God damn. I'm not even talking about bottles. I'm talking about just ordering one just drink. Just going out to drink. Yeah, going out to a bar. Now I'm thinking like, like all those TV shows. They're like, yeah, like we're going out to the bar. We're going to the bar. Y'all be paying $12 a drink. <laughs> you don't even get drunk off one drink. That's ridiculous. You that's really why don't. you go to happy hour. And as you still got- don't get drunk on, from happy hour. So it's just really a waste. Right. It's not a waste. We paid $3. You're going for the experience. Are You're you drunk? Get- <laughs> no, but I don't. I didn't go to get drunk. I did. <laughs> I feel like Anaja and I we're not we're not people who like to drink. So if we're gonna drink, we're gonna do it for the outcome. I don't know. Yeah, I, it I feels mean, like such a waste. You've been drinking this whole week. No, I have. This week just started. What are you talking about? Okay, since last Monday, since last Monday, we've gone out six out. times. She's trying to bust me out. No, we haven't. Right. We, we included Vegas. Exactly. Oh wait. Okay, exactly. that's exactly. So. Four times. We went out two last week and one this week. How many times did we drink, though? At your house? That doesn't count. Okay. This Even is though not that's the topic of the episode. Hey, y'all can hash this out after the episode. She'd be trying to bully me. I'm not an alcoholic. I, I didn't say you were alcoholic. I don't think that going out and getting a drink No, is... okay. I just feel like it from, It feels like if you're drinking and not getting drunk, it feels like a waste. But I have, I do drink and not get drunk. But it feels like a waste. Deep down in my heart, I know it's question. a waste. So why do we do it? <laughs> Deep down in my heart. <laughs> because I just, every time I hope for a different outcome. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't want to be drunk, drunk. Yeah. You know, it's like, I want to be able to feel the effect. Okay. I'm uncomfortable. Hear me out. I'm a person who likes to indulge in my eating and drinking. I like drinks that taste good, taste nice, and alcohol isn't one of those things. So it's like, I know the outcome is to be inebriated. So I would like to be inebriated enough to feel like I did the act for a reason, but I don't want to be drunk, like blacked out, like none of that. So I feel like we're on the same page about that. We just want to feel it because we're putting literally poison in our bodies for a reason. And if we don't get the reason, then what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. But that's just us. Right. Here we go again. 2v1. I don't like it. (laughs) She'd be judging us. I'm not, I'm not judging. There's nothing to judge your about. Face I don't is saying know what your mouth won't. No, it's just because, it's just because I don't understand. So that's just like, she it's just really. not making sense to me. Cause I don't, I, I go out because it's like, okay, I want to drink. Like I want a fruity, like the peach margarita from Chevy's Fuego. Delicious. It, that's what I went for. I didn't go to get drunk. 
I didn't pay for the drink to get drunk. I just wanted a little sip of alcohol to make me feel good. And it made me feel good. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to feel something. And you want to feel tipsy. You yeah. Feel and I'm not even, I don't even feel tipsy off of that. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to feel drunk because that feels disgusting. But I do want to feel <laughs> it. Right. I but anyways, we're all off topic. <laughs> anyways, we can trim this down. So I won't. Next, but go ahead. <laughs> so next, um, this is related to budgeting, but I thought we could talk about scholarships, grants, and loans. Um, I saw that um, one of our listeners commented that on the Instagram page um, that she was fighting these loans. Girl, we hear you. Okay, we all have a few loan stories. I think, but we don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't though. I know Maya does. <laughs> No, Maya doesn't. Maya doesn't either? No. Oh, no. You just be fighting tuition. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> She'd be sweeping with her all her might. <laughs> <laughs> just continue. She doesn't have loans, but we, we'll try to talk about it, I guess. Yeah, we'll each talk about our own situations when it comes to school. Okay, so my position, I have a scholarship that covers my tuition so I only have to pay for room and board and I have financial aid that covers a lot of that and outside scholarships. So my financial aid is comprised of um, federal aid and loans and I have like outside scholarship that cuts off like a bit of that um, and helps put money back into my pocket. But when I graduate college, I think I'll have like 15, somewhere between 15 and 20K in debt. Um, off of my loans and I'm not really too worried about paying that off because again fingers crossed like I'll have a good job where I'm making a lot of money and the loans will essentially pay itself out. I will say the caveat though is if you don't have any credit like if you don't have a credit card yet if you don't have a car loan or anything like that don't be in a rush to pay off your student loans yet because your student loans will be the longest form of credit that you have. So try and pay them off slowly until you can actually build another form of credit. Um, so I would say like, if you don't have a credit card yet, look into it, figure out how to be smart about owning a credit card. That way you can sort of slowly pay off your loans. Um, places that I found outside of school scholarships has been on the United Negro College Foundation fund. Can I say something? Yes. Um, because she's asking how to budget for loans, I gu- I'm guessing she's already out of college. Um, yeah, because you only you start paying your loans off, for, well, your school loans off when you're out of college. Um, also, I think this is just like a finesse tip. Um, if you don't have the money at all to start paying off your loans, I say sign up back to school because that pushes the amount of time you start to pay for your loans because if as long as you're in school you don't have to start paying on your loans i know that even though i don't have any so yeah so you're ba- so basically you just like don't take have one, to start paying your class. loans back until, until six months after you graduate yeah yeah so keep That's up for one class. This, this is why my mom kept going back to school so that she didn't have to pay off her loans and then she just kept pushing it off and now she's a phd so <laughs> <laughs> right because like i mean as long as you're in there, you don't have to really worry about them. Um, but like, say if you're signing, even if it's bank. right, even if you're signing up for community, that still pushes it back. So I mean, it helps until you can start saving money because you can have one class and still be full time. I don't know if scholarships help. Like, I don't know if that helps with paying loans. That's why I could. Oh yeah, it doesn't help to pay off the loan, but it can help offset the fact that you have loans. Yeah. So like. So- 
that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you're in school right now, like you, it doesn't like, you don't have to apply for scholarships only when you're like a senior in college, you can apply for it anytime during college. And that can help reduce the amount of loans that you have to take out while you're in college. It's like what I'm saying. Um, but if you already have your loans, like you were saying, then yeah, definitely try and when you're making like your monthly sheet of what your bills are, account for your student loans in there. So even if you're only paying $30 a month to your student loans, at least like you're paying something back because after six months, unless you're going to be, you know, taking one class or something at school, then you have to pay for it. Um, but yeah, you can check out the United Negro College Fund. Um, I've gotten a scholarship from there, a place called Unigo. You can literally Google scholarships for blah, 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 and you'll like get something specific. You've gotten um, scholarships from Unigo? I haven't gotten a scholarship from Unigo, but that is a place you can. I oh, feel like I'm like, that'd be feeling like a scam. That don't work for me. I, that's it. Yeah, it's like, it's always like, I don't know. Like, I've applied to their stuff before, but I haven't heard anything. And I'm like, either exactly. you have so many people applying. But not that, even like an email for like, oh, we got, ex- like, we right. received or anything. <laughs> right. It Usually just your parents' the- jobs offer scholarships sure. for their sure. kids, too. Yeah, um, I've actually gotten a scholarship from um, my mom's job. That's true. Yeah, and so. Maya's gotten a scholarship from her dad's job. I got a scholarship from a motorcycle group. I can't think of the name. It was my cousin, so so that helped me. I would say definitely Google. Um, what is it? College. College Greenlight is a place where you can like put in all your information and then it will filter scholarships for you based on the criteria that you put in. So based on your year, your age, your, you know, ethnicity, gender, et cetera, like interests, extracurriculars, it'll filter all that. So you don't have to sift through like stuff you're not actually eligible for. Um, anybody else want to talk about their non-loan story? <laughs> oh, um, I also get my tuition paid for through the... Uh, I said this already on the podcast, but the Veterans Affair, I think that's what it's called. They pay um, my tuition uh, up until I'm 26. So however long I decide to go to school, all I have to pay for is if I choose room and board and then also like student fees. Um, What also helped pay for my school is that my parents started uh, my college, I can't think of it, a college bank account for me um, when I was young. So that paid for like my, that helped me get through my first year of school. And then uh, I also got two scholarships, I believe. Um, And then the scholarships were from like family though. So that's the reason why I I don't even know the names. Like those came from family organizations. And then um, my dad pays out of pocket for everything else. Um, So I can't really, scholarships don't be working for me. I don't know. I guess I just don't do a good job at finding them or what, but I need to hook up with Tamisia for that because I ain't seen. UNCF, I'm telling you, that's the only place, besides my tuition scholarship, UNCF Mm -hmm. is literally the GOAT for those other ones. Other than scholarships, I know it's like, if you live in California, at least Pell Grant, uh, there's something else. It's like California something. I can't think. I want to say California Grant, but I don't know if that's the right word. Do you know? Uh, it's a Pell Grant. I want to say like maybe SEG Grant, but that's just like off the top of my head. I'm not for sure. And then of course, financial aid. Yeah. You can always ask your school for money. They might tell you, oh, we don't have any money. We gave you everything you had. No, like schools will literally pull money out of their ass sometimes if you know who to ask and you know how to ask. So don't be afraid to be like, is there anything else you can give me? Schools also have scholarships on the student center. It's, uh, I found that out too. 
those they be having high um requirements but they have them yeah there's also clubs and extracurricular things that give out scholarships as well like i know at my school we have identity-based scholarships they give you out like five hundred dollars so you might have that it's any identity-based club so i know bsu has one um and i think other clubs might have it but i can only speak to bsu having it okay you want to say something i went to jc my first year um i paid 37 dollars financially paid for everything so for my first year i only paid seven thirty seven dollars and my dad paid for my books and then when it was time for me to go to unlv my parents because i i feel like i'm first like i don't want to say like first generation but like i'm the first kid to not get any financial aid because my parents both make a lot of money and my parents didn't realize that. So when I got to school, it was like, oh, rent us this $16,000. And my parents was like, oh, bring your ass back home. So, but then my second semester, my mom paid for my tuition. And then um, since then, my dad pays my stuff. So also a lot of people pay from for their books straight from the bookstore from their school. Um, I would say don't this do is for scholarships. Yeah, don't do that. There's don't Amazon, there's Chegg, there's what is that Gen Gen Library or something oh, like yeah. that? It's I like this... so many of my textbooks for free off yeah. of there. Yeah, Maya sent me that link. This is it. Literally, I always Google free PDF of whatever book and like find that, or I don't buy the book sometimes. And yeah, because sometimes you class. see. That it'd be it. a waste. So I say wait until like you get to class and see that they really. If you're actually it. using it. If you're actually using yeah. it, like because some of the books I have, I have not touched. But I don't know if that's because they ain't really using it, or if I just decided I wasn't gonna use it. But <laughs> still. Oh yeah, I also got a scholarship from my padre because it was my first scholarship, so I was really proud about it. And Tanisha <laughs> helped me with my essay, and I was like, it was just a big milestone because my brother went to school for free. He went to Morehouse full ride, didn't pay a dime, but I'm not him, and I I didn't have grades like him, so I wasn't. It was like it was it was literally light and day. He got all the scholarships full ride, didn't have to pay a dime. Then here I come. Oh, I'm gonna need y'all to cash out because I ain't got no scholarships. <laughs> and the gag is the scholarship that I did get. I ended up using it on my rent. So. <laughs> You had to live somehow. You had I mean, to it make- got used. It was it was either it dad used. pay my tuition or pay my rent. And even if it was pay my rent, I'm still going to need you to pay the tuition. So, right. Your, your choice. Um, what's the next topic? That's it. Oh, okay. I should have something else to say. I do not. Let me think. I want to say something else, but I can't think of anything. I just say you got to do what's best for you and what I think you have to have the drive yourself to want to save yes. the money. Like, nobody else can, like, make you do anything. You've got to want it for yourself. That's the only way it's going to work. Because it takes a lot of discipline. I feel like it. I didn't have discipline until this past summer when I was, like, being so money hungry. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I was mad when I had, like, $1,000 in my bank account. And I was like, no, this is not enough. Like, I need more. Like, this is not. I, I didn't want to be under $1,000 in my bank account. Like, it was just not acceptable to me. And I just feel like you have to have that drive no one else can have it for you well I guess the last thing I want to say is again I definitely agree with Maya you definitely have to have the drive you definitely have to want it for yourself um I think there is a difference between like short-term savings and long-term savings short-term savings are things like saving for a trip saving for a car and sometimes that can eat away at your long-term savings but if it is like a trip that you want to give like 
give to yourself um, or a card that you really need, like it's okay to save for those things and then start over like rebuilding your long-term savings. I've definitely have to do that before when I had a fiasco because the post office lost my visa, my passport basically obliterated my savings because I had to buy a whole new one on emergency, which costs so much more money, but you can always start again. Um, And also take that trip buy that car because obviously we're in corona and you can't go on trips like you could before so i'm really glad that i was able to travel when i could and i would love to save money so i can travel again post corona you gotta live your life to the fullest because we never knew that we would not be able to go on a vacation or get on a flight or go anywhere and i feel like that's my motto i would rather have memories than money and i think that's why right now my 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 bank account is the way that it is because like right now i don't care i want to go out and i want to go out and drink with anaja as much as i can because i know when it's time for me to go back to vegas i can't do that i'm not going to be able to do that anymore so i'm gonna get it out like because you know I know it'd be different if we still lived in the same state then it's like okay we don't need to be doing this this often (laughs) but we haven't done this in four months so obviously we're gonna pack as much in as we can while we're together don't even get me started when you come out here hopefully we're not on uh stay at home order when you get here (laughs) definitely I one of my mottos is I work to live. I don't live to work. So what's the point of that? All that money sitting in my bank account for what? If I'm just going to be sitting at my cubicle 60 hours a week, like, no, that is not my dream. I don't dream of labor. (laughs) Okay. I work to have money so I can do the things. Not a long time. I hate to die myself the simple pleasures. Like if I want a cookie, I'm gonna go buy me a cookie before I like, if I want whatever I want, I'm gonna go get because at the end of the day, like money always well, you're buying, come you're back You're paying it for yourself. So it's like right. a queen can treat herself however she wants period because who else gonna treat me because who else gonna do it if you don't well i think that's all we have for you guys today we hope you enjoyed this episode about budgeting saving money essentially stepping your bread up and working to live not living to work um we'll see you guys next week we love you bye, bye. 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 bye.